My parents left a, a pathway and a platform for me to be blessed. I need to leave that for my children so they can be blessed and teach them so that their children can be blessed. And we're not having a poverty mentality. We're not having a generational poverty line where everybody been in the system from grandma to big mom and now that's the way I know how to live. That ain't God's blessings for you. God's got a blessing for you. You are the head, not the tail. You above, not beneath. You are blessed and you are able to bless others. That's what God's plans are for his people. Thank you for joining us today as we begin a new series on God's grace to help us in tough times. We're going to begin with a message called Hear God, Believe God, and Obey God. Stay tuned because after today's message, I'll share with you how you can come and join in on this series in person as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. In Galatians chapter 3, I want to share with you that we can access and we do have access to the promises of Abraham because what God promised Abraham, he promised to all of us who believe and obey. Galatians chapter 3 verse 9, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you because you observe the law? or because you believe what you've heard. Consider Abraham. He believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham. Do you believe? He said, you're children of Abraham. The scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles. So those who have faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So whatever God is promising Abraham, I'm going to grab on a hold to that because I am through faith brought into the family of God through the blessings of Abraham. So God asked Abraham to do four things. Leave your country, leave your people, leave your daddy, and go where I tell you to go. Now that's hard for us to get up and do some of those things. Abraham was 75 years old. You know, he was set in his ways. Who wants to get up and go to a new place or a place where you have no idea where you're going, do a new thing, break your relationships, break your family, take everybody away when you're 75? I'm going to start over? No, not me. That can't be God. But God promised him seven things. In verse 2, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Now the theme that's running through that verse is blessings. He said, I will make you a great nation, number one, and number two, I will bless you. Now he didn't say, I'm thinking about blessing you. He said, I will bless you. Number three, I will make your name great. Four, you will be a blessing. That's a principle I want you to get a hold to. I will bless you and you will be a blessing. Let the blessings continue to flow. I'm going to bless you, you be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. So when Abram first heard the call of God, then he heard the promises of God. I heard the call of God, then I heard what God promised. 
Whenever God calls you to his purpose and his plan, his promises comes along with that call. Uh, Whenever God calls you, his promises comes along with that call. I don't know how we got to this thing that we're so scared to have the Lord call on us. If the Lord called me to do something, I don't know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Blessings is going to happen when you obey. Fruitfulness is going to happen when you obey. Joy is going to happen when you obey. Peace of mind is going to happen when you obey. Why are we so afraid to let the Lord have his way? We just singing and we pray, Lord, have your way. And the Lord say, I want you to do this. No, Lord, I can't do that. Lord, please use me. Okay, I got a purpose and a plan for you. Can you go to the left instead of the right? Lord, I like it over on the right side. So if you don't want the Lord to have his way in your life, don't ask him to have his way in your life. If you don't want the Lord to just use you in a mighty way, in a supernatural way, don't ask him. But when you ask him and he says, I'm ready to do this, you got to be ready to give up and leave your home, leave your country, leave your peoples, and go where he shows you. I can guarantee you this, wherever you end up, you're going to be blessed. And you're going to say, Lord, I'm sure glad you called me and blessed me like this. I had no idea this was in store for me. You know, I was doing something else before the Lord put pastoring on our hearts. This was not my life goal. It was not in my strategic plan. When the Lord called us, we had to leave. He said, leave the company where you're working. I was working in a nice place. I didn't want to leave. But he said, leave that place. And the folks that were there was wondering, was I crazy to leave this job and go do that? Well, I left. And I'm blessed. God never, ever failed to bless us and meet our need. Had my wife and three children at home. Mama said, you sure? You got them cheering. So Abraham was 75. He didn't want to move at that age. He was familiar and comfortable. But let me just tell you this now. Before you pull up and take off from home and the place where your people are, be sure that you're hearing from God. And is doing what God is telling you. Don't just get excited one day and take off and start running. Some were called, some were sent, and some just packed up and went. Be sure you're called and sent. So he heard God, and then secondly, he obeyed God. In verse 4, so Abram left as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old. When he set out from Haran, he took his wife, Sarah, his nephew, Lot, and all the possessions they had accumulated and the people that they had acquired in Haran. And they set out before the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreth at Shechem. And at that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Abraham just kept traveling. Wherever he went, he went there because God was showing him where to go at the time that he got there. And he got to the land that was possessed by the Canaanites, the Canaan land. These are hundreds of years before his offspring will finally occupy that. But God made him a promise. 
He said, I'm going to give this land. You see all these folks here? You see all this land? You see all this territory? You see how productive it is? You see all the different peoples that's in this land? He said, I'm going to give this land to your offspring. See, God's blessings are not just for you. God's blessings are for your household. God's blessings are for your children. God's blessings are for your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. See, we need to grab a hold to this more than anything because our folks have not left legacies for us. Every generation is starting over from scratch. But it's time for your children to get a foot up because you left a legacy and you left a blessing pathway for them. See, my parents left a, a pathway and a platform for me to be blessed. I need to leave that for my children so they can be blessed and teach them so that their children can be blessed. And we're not having a poverty mentality. We're not having a generational poverty line where everybody being in the system from grandma to big mom and now that's the way I know how to live. That ain't God's blessings for you. God's got a blessing for you. You are the head, not the tail. You above, not beneath. You are blessed and you are able to bless others. That's what God's plans are for his people. He didn't plan for us to be in a welfare state, getting handouts all the time, standing in line, waiting, trying to see if somebody somebody else is going to do something for us. He said, I'm going to give that. Because of your obedience, because you left, because you followed me, because you obeyed me, I'm going to give all of what you see to your offspring. We need to start looking at how our offsprings are going to be blessed. Obedience brings blessings. Even when God makes promises to you then, there is almost always some tough times that's going to come in your way to test your faith. God will make a promise. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have some challenges. Genesis 12.10 says, Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. See, a famine is a widespread scarcity of food and caused by several factors. It could be war. It could be natural disasters. It could be crop failure. It could be imbalance in the population, economic catastrophe, government policies, all of those things cause its family. So, but whatever was going on, there was a crisis, and the Bible says the famine was severe. See, you can be in the will of God like Abraham and end up in a famine. You can follow the directions of God and find yourself in a famine. You can find yourself in a financial famine, a health famine, an emotional famine, a relational famine, you can find yourself in a famine. And I, I, I believe there are people in here right now that are, or that are listening to me online find themselves in a famine. Sometimes a famine will come to make you move toward the blessings God has for you. See, as long as everything is all right and you are satisfied, you have a tendency to become stagnant and comfortable. I'm I. And the famine will come to shake you and make you realize that something's got to change. So I believe a God has another place he want to take many of you. Your famine is a sign that it's time for you to make a move. Lord, I've been in this place for a long time. I can't seem to get out of it. God said, make a move. 
How do we make that move? We have to believe God. We have to believe God. So we, we hear God, we obey God, and then we believe God. Abram believed God by following wherever God told him to go. And he ended up in a place of famine. God says, go to Egypt. Look what happened when he went to Egypt. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw, verse 14, looking at Sarah, that she was a very beautiful woman. When Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his place. Now, Sarah, I think, probably was about 65 years old, but she was a beautiful woman. And when she showed up in, 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 uh, in Egypt, uh, some of the officials said, yo. And, you know, they could have tried to get her themselves, but they said, no, if we get her and Pharaoh see her, he's going to wonder why we didn't bring her to him. They say, whoa, Pharaoh, check this out. There's a song I used to sing about God that said he has already provided every promise you can claim. Just ask it in his name. Everything you need, he has already provided. This is Jerry G. Martin. Thank you for joining us for this series where we are talking about God's grace to provide for his people in tough times. I don't have to remind you about the prices of food and gas and rent and all of the things that we need. But I want you to know that God has already made a way for you to have everything you need. There are some biblical principles that if we would follow them, God is sure to meet our need. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at the Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's the Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Then I invite you to come and join us in person for the rest of this series. It's going to go through the month of July, and we will be speaking to you about some principles of God. We are told in the scripture, whoever sows generously will reap generously. We are told that God has a window that he can open up and pour out blessings that we don't have room enough to receive. We are told that God is able and all we need to do is believe God's promises and commit to obey his word. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Don't forget about the Bible bookstore on our campus, The Beacon. You can get Sunday school supplies, communion supplies, books and Bibles or whatever you need. Call The Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.